0: This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. At Simchat Torah, we read, In the beginning, after all the work and the joy of the season of high holidays, I begin again in the spiral upwards with fresh eyes and an open heart. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. You know how kids are always so exacting with their ages? You know, you ask a six-year-old, how old are you? And you might hear, I'm six and a half, I'm six and three quarters, I'll be seven in one week. So in our house, we always celebrated half birthdays. I'd get a half cake and a little present because every integer of every year matters to a child. They somehow understand that every week counts. They're eagerly anticipating getting older, which they equate with wiser and freer and more significant. Now, that same child will use those numbers in different ways depending on their agenda in the moment. The 12-year-old who wants to go out alone with her friends to a movie at the mall at night might say, "'Why not? I'm 12 years old. I'm not a child anymore.'" And then the following day, when asked to do something that she feels is beyond her, she might say, I'm only 12 years old. That's not fair. I actually remember one of my kids when they were very young adults, needing to go out for one evening and not having any money. Mom, he said, can I borrow your bank card for the night? It would be my pleasure, I responded. So this kid's been away at school, and I wanted him to associate home with good feelings, you know, so he'd come home more often. It's pathetic, I know, but once I even ironed his socks and underwear. Needless to say, that was not what he was looking for when he came home. But that's for another podcast. Anyway, as he was leaving to go out for the evening, I handed him my bank card and I said, so what time do you think you'll be home tonight? And he looked at me aghast and he said, mother, I am an adult. I do not need to tell you when I will be coming home. And I replied, said the man holding mommy's money the door slammed. But you get my point. I share this with you because there's something about human development that is more of a spiral than a linear straight path. And the Jewish calendar, our Torah, and our holiday schedule is a brilliant reflection of that spiral. Just let me explain. Simchat Torah is the final holiday in the set that begins with Rosh Hashanah, continues into Yom Kippur, then flows into Sukkot. It's the holiday where we celebrate and mark the conclusion of the annual cycle of public Torah readings and rejoice over the beginning of a brand new cycle. So if you study the Torah portion on a weekly basis, you'll find there's a rhythm and an order to your weeks that feels as though you're practically living biblically. And you'll be struck by how these ancient stories play out today with the same resonance and the same power. They are essentially the owner's manual of the human being. And every single year, you return to the same words and the same stories. But each year, they feel fresh and new and more potent than ever. And that, I think, is because while the Torah's lessons remain the same, I, in fact, change. I come into every cycle different than I was the year before. And this is a tremendous relief to me. Because there is nothing more distressing than thinking that I am the same one year to the next. That I haven't somehow adjusted and refined and elevated myself and reviewed my priorities. Rabbi Noah Weinberg, may his memory be for a blessing, used to say that if you're the same at one year as you were as a newborn, well, then we're witnessing a tragedy. And that if you're the same at 50 as you were at 49, that you're witnessing great loss because this life is for growth and we don't achieve it in a linear way. The reading of the Torah is not entirely linear either. Certainly, the Torah isn't a fully chronological thing. It's not a history book in terms of its timelines. It's an instruction manual for living and an owner's manual for how to maximize your potential as a human being. You see, the human being is a composite creature who is both physical and spiritual, both soul and body. Growing through learning the weekly Torah portion feels more like a spiral, like all human development— in a spiral, there are always downs embedded in the journey up. So the dictionary defines the term stasis as a period or state of inactivity or equilibrium. And just as all relationships cannot, should not remain in stasis, neither do our relationships With ourselves. And every week of every year, the Torah portion meets us where we are. And if we choose to internalize its wisdom for living, the following year it will meet us where we are then. Some years back, a book was published called My Year of Living Biblically. It was like a literal interpretation of the Torah without the benefit of the commentaries and its companion texts. It made me smile. Because since I began studying the weekly Torah portion, it feels like I choose to live my year biblically. Now, I'm not saying that when I get, for example, to Parsha Exodus, that I'm suddenly leaving my home with unleavened dough for matzah on my back and putting the blood of a lamb on my doorpost like the Hebrew slaves in Egypt did when they left. But I am tapping into the spiritual energy of leaving behind all things that constrain and enslave me. I am psychologically and behaviorally assisted in my quest to leave behind what enslaves me. And at that time of year, I can tap into that energy and use it to move myself forward. So at Simchat Torah, we both end the Torah with its final portion, and then we read the first one. We read, in the beginning, or speaking more accurately, in beginning. After all the work and the joy of the season of high holidays, I begin again at a new level in the spiral upwards with fresh eyes and an open heart. So while I'm not eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, nor am I listening to a devious snake who told me to do something and bring that forbidden fruit to my husband, Adam, I can experience the wonder and awe of the birthdate of the human being, and learn from their missteps and their majesty. I can and do feel like I'm beginning again for the very first time, a fresh beginning, a new start, the slate wiped clean and ready for me to fill it with all the yearnings of my heart and my soul. This week, can you see Simchat Torah in all its majesty? Can you decide to perhaps take a class every week that outlines the weekly Torah portion so you might tap into its spiritual energy and really start to live biblically? And if not a class, can you go online to one of the many, many wonderful sites on the internet and just read up? It's so simple. Just type in weekly Torah portion and in a heartbeat, it's at your fingertips. Can you perhaps... Find a learning partner, or in Hebrew, a chavruta, to spend a dedicated time with each week and discuss it together, because I don't know about you, but I'm 63 years old and one month, and I will be 64 in 11 months, and I plan to grow through each and every one of them. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.